Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News. I'm Ben, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. Today we're going to be having a chat about some weird shit that's gone on the last week that we found on the net. First of all, it is 30 odd degrees in the UK. I was yeah. going to see, whatever. 27, my PC's telling me. Well, I don't trust your PC. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with close. It might, have been, it might be 27 now when we're recording this, but yeah. it's been 30. It has been 30. It's bloody hot. So the windows are open, so you're going to get a bit of background noise. I can only apologise for that, but we're not. I'm not sitting here in a, in a sealed room in this heat. No. <laughs> and secondly, obviously, the other big news is that it didn't come home. It didn't come home. So, yeah, how did you feel on Monday? Because I was actually quite deflated and hungover. I was just numb. I, I felt a bit sad. I sort of, you know, just felt a bit sad for the lads and they're all that racist. Oh, yeah, that away. just really that put just, me in a downer. Yeah. yeah. That, that. Do you know what? It never. How naive was I? Watching it, it never entered my head that the three black men missed. And they no, I didn't, I didn't twig it. But you've heard some no. presenters say, and some former footballers say, as soon as I, I knew they were black players that missed it, I knew they were going to get abuse. How fucking naive. Yeah, How I, never, I never twigged. No. How about that ginger cross-eyed comedian that's been like... Um, oh, God, what's his name? I can't remember his name. He's not famous, though, is he? He's not overly famous. He's been no. on you know, the BBC a couple of times on... Mot the week. He's, yeah, he's been on that. Something well. like that. Quiz yeah. com show. Yeah. But I, I saw his name, and I was going to put that article in for this week, but it got trumped by something slightly better. Mm. He's had his career killed. Yeah. Because he made a joke about black people taking penalties. Can't and you're like, him, they? and you're like, mate, they're wearing an English shirt. I don't care what colour they are. No, that's it. And they cancelled him over tweets, didn't they? And yeah. Stuff like really openly as well, so it, you know. I like the fact that they're getting called out. Well, the same's happened to Hamilton yesterday as well. But can you cancel them? That's another debate for another time, isn't it? Can Unless you cancel they're inciting them? hate and violence. I think if someone's being particularly abusive... Yeah, well, maybe he is. Maybe the tweet could be seen as hateful. But if he's telling a, he's telling yeah, a joke hateful, about... It's hateful, isn't it? It's yeah. hateful, just because he's not... You like, have to be careful, though. So where does that end... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a slippery slope. Well, it ends with you cancelling the President of the United States on Twitter. That's it. Well, <laughs> you know, that's where it ends. It's already happened. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. You know, you cancel, they've cancelled people whose basically opinions don't match the organisations. Now, if you're in politics, that's fine. If you're being racist, then that's not. Sorry, hang on. If you're politics, but every politics needs a, an equal thing, doesn't it? You've got to have back and forth. But if it's uh, just racist abuse, then no, fuck them off. Get rid of them. I think it has to be a judge that decides if he's broke the law. Yeah. There's a law that he's broke, then fair enough, the judge can say you're suspended or you're kicked off. I think it has to be. We built the legal system for a reason. We shouldn't have Facebook executives deciding who should be banned and who shouldn't. That's it. Facebook has become more powerful than governments yeah. in yeah. terms of certainly swaying opinion. But then, apparently, though, the only redeeming feature about all of this is that a lot of the tweets didn't come from England. Right, okay. I don't know where they come from, that's something to look into, but apparently a lot of them weren't sent from England. Now, whether that's because people are using VPNs to do it... Yeah, it could be. A lot yeah, of people seem to nowadays. There, there, there is a little bit of me questioning whether, you know, these are real accounts and this isn't just, you know, divide and conquer... I think it's of... clear. I don't know. Well, it could be. It could be... It could be exaggerated, but yeah, I think there's. They always want us divided, but I think they? there's definitely a core of racists that's yeah, been awakened yeah, by our government that yeah, has condoned so, it. 
I would yeah. agree with that. I mean, Tyro Mings, one of the players, had a, had a go at uh, the, the home secretary, Pretty Patel, because she's like, at the start of the tournament when they were taking the knee, oh, it's the fans' right to boom if they want to. And then she's like, oh, I condone this racism. And he was saying, well, you were, you were letting them get away with it at the start. What's, what's changed? Yeah. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. You start banning people, it's a slippery slope. What can you do banning with Banning people from the game? Banning right. people from, from social media platforms, unless they're saying... You know, making making a bad joke is one thing, hurling racist abuse is another. Yeah. Yep. Don't condone it. No, of course not. So let's move into to the events, the heady week events of last weekend. Some of the uh, England fans are having a bit of a party before the game. So a yob who put a flare up his bum while wearing a five, I don't know what, wearing a £545 bucket hat Tells a 15-hour Wembley bender. Now, a bender, for our phone listeners, is a party, basically. A bit of a session on the beer yeah. and drugs, in this case. So, uh, here's a guy called Charlie Perry. He is the arse flare man. He stuffed a lit flare between his bum cheeks in Leicester Square. There's always one. There is. Ouch. Have you ever held a flare, anybody? Yes. No. Me too. It spits like... Mm. It spits onto your hand. Oh, does I'd it? Suggest gloves. Ah... Uh. Gloves are always a good idea. Yeah. A yob whose backside was seen by the nation desperately gripping on to a lit flare before the Euro 2020 final has revealed the details behind his mammoth bender and storming of Wembley Stadium. I should point out that a lot of fans managed to get into the stadium without tickets either by fighting or bribing stewards. Did you see the, pe- did you see the fans that had tickets? Papa beating them. Yeah. Going, like, you couldn't, you know... Because they were seeing them come in and seeing, like... They were stealing some people's seats. They get up to the toilet, come back and be blokes at it. This country's turned itself apart. Why would you, turn, <laughs> why would you mm-hmm. turn up to Wembley with no ticket? This is what I, I was questioning at the time. Well, obviously times have changed in Hillsborough, but it doesn't make a lot of imagination to like, you know, think of a, a stampede situation if there's more people in there shouldn't be. You think this is the beginning of societal collapse? What, Euro 2020 final? <laughs> <laughs> we'll look back and we'll go, if only England had won. No, I mean Trump, Brexit. That's where it's all started. And then England get into a final. Yeah. I mean, that's an apocalyptic event in well, itself. Yeah. We're heading for climate disaster. Mm-hmm. You think today, I'm with you today on that. People are getting poorer <laughs> by the day. Yeah. Well, 90% are getting poorer. Not this bloke, he's got a 500 quid hat. No. He's a roofer. <laughs> the thing is, you've got to have the money to try and get in. I mean, apparently there's a thing, uh, a heavy football game where people bribe, stu- bribe stewards to get in. Right. You know, stewards are on minimum wage. Yeah, it's worth 50 quid. Zero hours. And what's 50 quid, 20 quid, couple of hundred quid. Yeah. See how, see how desperate they are to get in when we've gone 1-0 up, you booked the prizes, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> So Charlie Perry, 25, threw himself into the mayhem of the final game on Sunday and didn't look back after necking 20 cans of Strongbow and stuffing substances up his nose. Let's assume they mean cocaine. Yeah. Not flares. Uh-huh. A roofer from Sunbury on Thames, Surrey, was in a barnstorming form when he was filmed putting a burning red flare in his backside <laughs> after downing drinks since 8.30am. He said, and I'm going to quote him, after 18 months of misery, I thought it would bring the England fans together. There were thousands of them fans in, in Leicester Square. The atmosphere was amazing. <laughs> the flair does bring, bring people together. 
<laughs> it does when it's protruding from a man's buttocks, yes. Well, I ran through Reading campsite and people just followed me. <laughs> yeah, probably because they thought there was a terrorist attack and you were like <laughs> leading the way to safety. It was a red light, you know, like the ones you see at the football matches. Woo! Is it me or does it look like that boxer? What's his name? Oh, Ricky God. Hatton. He does look a bit like Ricky Hatton in between fights because he always just really got fat in between yeah. fights, didn't he, Ricky Hatton? Yeah. He said he was the biggest day of my life. There were no rules that day. All I know is I loved it all. I was off my face and I loved every minute. Fair play, Joe. Do you want to um, trappy? Yeah, apart from this <laughs> bit, though, eh? Well, the 25-year-old admitted to being an experienced gibber, which is someone who breaks into stadiums without paying and had already done the same for the semi-final against Denmark. Perry was initially rebuffed and refused entry for the final, but the cheeky chap removed his 500-pound hat and a jumper, and then chanced at a different entrance when he gave the steward a little backhander. To pass through the turnstile, he bribed a fan to let him follow him through the gate, bringing his total daily bung figure to 250 quid. That's what he's had to pay to get in? Yeah. Wow. To bribe enough people to get in. But either way, he took a flare up his arse and pranced around like a maniac. Yeah, and he's got a tattoo on his buttocks that reads, Benidorm Bunters. <laughs> What's a bunter? <laughs> Hello. Must be some southern slang. He uh, refused to be uh, apologise for behaviour. They plan to visit uh, Qatar for next year's World oh Cup. Oh my god! Uh, that that'll be different because it's going to be a dry World Cup. Yeah. There's no booze in Qatar. No, no, there isn't. Is there? Have his head chopped off in the week? If he sticks <laughs> a flower, but if he gets his arse out, yeah. he'll be arrested and thrown in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's going to be a fucking buzzkill of a World Cup. That one, isn't it? Oof. I suppose if we'd have won, all would be forgiven. We finished fourth in the World Cup. Yeah. We finished third in the Nations League. Mm-hmm. And we finished one up in the, what's it called? Euros. That's it, the Euros, so. It's progress. Yeah. The only way, you know, next one is first, isn't it? World Cup next, next year. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. That's what Ricky Bobby from uh, that Will Ferrell film says. <laughs> Tariega Knights. If you ain't first, you're last. You can't believe he's a professional... A profet- Did he say he was a professional... Roofer. Gibber. No. Oh, Gibber. Yeah, a Gibber. I had never heard oh, that term before. I term for it as well. Could be Gibber. Could be Gibber. It's, it's spelled G-I-B-B-E-R for the listeners, so... Uh, Gibber, Gibber. Somebody do a bit of uh, research for this. Find it out. I'm not that bothered. <laughs> I can if you want I'll check the Urban Dictionary while you read this okay Dick Wiles Rick Wiles oh, that's good Dick <laughs> advocates civil war to put down Biden's communist revolution right radical right wing conspiracy theorist end times broadcaster Dick Wiles used his true news programme Friday to call for a civil war to put down the communist revolution supposedly being carried out by the Biden administration Wiles, a virulent anti-Semite, bigot and conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it's not a bad CV to get all that in there, is it? No. I mean, evidence is bad, but to have it all on one list. As in recent years, openly and repeatedly advocated for violence against his perceived political enemies. Outraged by the administration's efforts to combat COVID-19 vaccine hesitation and the spread of right-wing disinformation about the vaccines, Wiles declared on Friday... And if conservatives don't fight back, they will soon, quote, end up in a concentration camp, and after that, you're going to end up in a grave. 
Right. <laughs> right. Okay. He says, let's stop being nice about these people. These are not good people. They're not good people. They're evil. They're wicked. And they want us dead. Do they, though? <laughs> Do they want you dead, Rick? To even consider that Biden is a communist is just a joke. Yeah. He yeah, knows nothing people... about politics if that's his view. Well, he doesn't. He's a pastor, so what does he know about politics? He shouldn't have any interest in politics. Let's meet at Gettysburg and get this over with. Well, if I'm Joe Biden at this point and he rallies his, he rallies his crowd at uh, <laughs> Gettysburg, I'm just going to fly over and drop one of them Moabs at the back of a C-130, <laughs> take them all out in one go. You know, Biden actually said that. But he was like, you know, you can bang on about your gun laws all you want, but it's a little bit pointless when you when you have an AR-15s and we've got F-15 fighter jets and tactical nukes. Uh-huh. And you're like, yeah, I've got a point with that. You got as many guns as you want. The government's better armed. Yeah. Yeah. That bunch of sissified lefties would never come out and meet real men. Never, they're cowards. They're a bunch of cowards that never would come out and face real men. They'll never do it. They're nothing but stinking cowards. I'm fed up with putting up with this crap. All right then, Rick. Well, you get your get your gun. Go to Gettysburg, and let's see how long you last before you're taken down by the authorities. <laughs> I'm oh. a free man. I live in a free country. We ought to be ashamed that we're allowing these cowards to take our country. We don't want to be inconvenienced with putting down a communist revolution. It's here. If the people don't do something very, very soon, you're going to end up in a concentration camp, and after that, you're going to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> now here's a question could he be arrested for saying that Obviously because not. he's in yeah that's what I mean he, no because they don't have the same laws that we have oh of course yeah we have freedom of expression and the Americans have freedom of speech so we can they can say what they want and we can say what we want but it's got consequences if we do we can't you know we can't incite hate that's right violence. that's against the law so if he was not co- an American so he's, he is inciting hate and violence yeah he? obviously yeah, sure. but in the Didn't UK he, he couldn't do that yeah. You get arrested in the US. They can. An end times broadcaster, eh? How long can you be an end times uh-huh. broadcaster for? Because surely the time's coming to an end. You can't have a 30 year career, can you? No. Depends how long in the future it's going to end, isn't it? Oh, well, he'd keep putting back the date, wouldn't he? Yeah. Twat. Scary as some people think, though. These people have a broadcasting base and a network. I mean, it's it's mental. Yeah. Right uh, then, Brisbane man who filmed himself performing backyard castrations gets a suspended sentence. Oh, that's good for him, I guess. Castrations for what? Right. I'm guessing human. Okay, so he's got no formal medical qualifications and filmed himself performing backyard uh, consensual castration surgeries on two men. And he's been handed a suspended sentence and will be released from jail on probation. I guess if it's consensual. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you've still got to have a life. <laughs> I think you've got to go down the proper medical route, yeah. haven't you? Like, actually be a doctor. Be trained to carry out that procedure. Yeah. You can't let that just carry on, can you? Some guy castrating people in the back of his <laughs> backyard. I mean, it is consensual. These guys are approaching him. Well, yeah, but still. So Ryan Andrew King, twenty-eight, pleaded guilty to two counts of um, a malicious act. Well, it's not malicious if they asked for it, is it? No. A malicious act with intent 
in the District Court of Brisbane this morning after admitting to carrying out genital removal procedure on the men at different times in 2019 and 2020. The court was told that King met the men, a 26-year-old from New South Wales and a 66-year-old from Victoria, on an... A eunuch. A eunuch. Interest. <laughs> interest website. And the two surgeries occurred at a motel in Logan and a hostel in Brisbane. Let's just talk about that website a second. Uh, Do you know I, of it? I don't know of it because I've never thought about being a eunuch. <laughs> I quite like having a functional dick and testicles. It's 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 top. It really is. <laughs> but why would you want to be a eunuch? I understand chastity because at least that comes off at some point. I can understand people getting a kick from that. Right. But to have it taken away forever. I don't know. You have to ask them. How are you getting a sexual kick if you can't if you've got nothing there? Well, maybe they don't want to get sexual kicks. That's the problem. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they dislike it. Oh, I guess you're right, yeah. The fact there's a eunuch we're interest website, really... I can just imagine the message boards, like, oh, man, I really envy Sultan Mehmet II's eunuch entourage. I wish I'd have been alive then. <laughs> you know, we had a great... He had the best harem in all of medieval Ottoman... and the medieval Ottoman Empire. I wish uh, I wish I could have been part of his eunuch crew. But they love Varys, don't they, from Game of Thrones? Oh, to get... You see a eunuch getting that kind of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Respect. Yeah. Respect, yeah. Yeah. See, you don't need balls, <laughs> but you will get burnt alive by a dragon. I say, so it was also told that King came to the attention of the police after the second man suffered complications and needed oh hospital God. treatment. Oh, Jesus. The emergency services were called to the hospital. In hostel. Hostel in CBD King. Oh, King was admitted and uh, he had... Uh, performed the surgery but told police that he did not believe he had broken the law he's like look I got consent forms uh-huh. yeah disclaimer cock and ball in his hands <laughs> yeah, no, I consent form the blow was just like give us a thumbs yeah. up <laughs> the court heard the police then searched King's home and discovered the genitalia of the older man inside oh. his freezer oh. you see that's not going to look good on the police search is it no. excuse me sir why have you got this man's penis and... Just the older man. Why, why have you just got the older man's genitalia yeah. in your freezer? What are you keeping that for exactly? Who has an old man's cock in the freezer? <laughs> Doesn't everyone? <laughs> I thought that was an old wives' tale. It kept the food fresher. You want to... <laughs> Keep the kids from rooting the freezer. That's it. <laughs> so the prosecutor, Edward Cocker, told the <laughs> men... <laughs> Had both sought out King to perform the surgeries and um, they had full consent. Unfortunately, I think he's pronounced Coca, but I wish it was Coca. It's Coca I now. I, I, did look, I did look at it and thought, oh, let's go Cocker. <laughs> go on, Dolly. Yeah. Teddy Cocker. Ted Cock. <laughs> so, yeah, the court heard that King performed an earlier procedure on the older man in Victoria in 2018, but he was not charged over that incident. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Is that because he had them in the freezer? Why wasn't he charged for that one? <laughs> oh, King also told the second man he was experienced and he performed the procedure ten times. Uh-huh. Jesus, so he's like, there's ten blokes walking around that bit of Australia with no cock and balls. Oh, yeah. Crikey. Well, don't get it. 
it's you know, if you do feel that way, you should go and seek mental mental health counselling. Leave Probably. stuff leave stuff where it's supposed to be unless you really don't want it. I guess. No, they didn't, did they? Nah, but you know, take them to a brothel or something. That was what. Well, not if they don't like sex. Oh. That's gonna be the last thing they want, isn't it? Or me, or chop me cock off and balls off. I'll be taking to a brothel instead. <laughs> yeah, my persuader is. You know what? It's all right, actually. Getting the best damn prostitute in Western Australia. Yeah, I just need balls sucked. You know. Yeah. That's that's what the issue is. That's it. You know, maybe you show them that maybe they just had really disappointing sexual experiences and or maybe take them to the best prostitute in Australia and see what happens. See if they still want to see if they still want to lose their balls after she's sucked to go forth with a garden nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just thrown out there. And after that, if they still decide they don't they still want their balls, I'll take them off myself. <laughs> <laughs> in a motel room. <laughs> if that's what they're really into. I wouldn't advise it. No, because I haven't done the procedure ten times. <laughs> I guess be looking at it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, uh, what's the next one? Google Maps user who thinks he's found a UFO is disappointed to discover it's bird poo. <laughs> wow. Shitter. <laughs> yeah. A Reddit user was convinced he had caught a UFO on camera, but was quickly shot down by bemused browsers who told him the mysterious object was actually just bird poo. The photo, posted to a popular forum, Reddit, Google Maps, shows a suburban American house with a saucer-like shape appearing to float in the sky above it. So when user at Josh Man- Manchaz excitedly took to Reddit to share his groundbreaking snap, he was expecting others on the site to be impressed. But his dreams of capturing alien life were shattered, as he was quickly told, I think you found bird shit on the camera. Mm-hmm. Well... It's a good spot for bird shit, to be fair, because yeah. I'm looking at that picture right now and I couldn't tell you it was bird shit. No, I haven't seen enough. Bird I, shit I don't go around looking at pictures of bird shit. It's just never. I, I didn't realise it was on the camera. I thought, you know, it's been, as the, the picture's been taken, it just happened to go flat. That's a know. big shit. It was a fucking pterodactyl shitting over the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah, we, we don't know how close it is. <laughs> it's Independence Day in that house. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's, it's going to be like the Google streetcar, and it going round, and a bird shot on the camera lens when it's been pulled up the lights or something. Uh, could be. Gutting. It is. It is. Well, once again, UFO hopes are dashed by poo. <laughs> I did see something else about Google Maps the other day. People that have um, that go on Google Street View and look at their old houses they used to live in and can still see like. You know, their flowers or their mum sitting in a window reading a book. Oh, and do they leave her there? No, for instance, <laughs> someone that's passed away. They can, they can go and, like, you know... Captured like, in time, innit, you idiot? Yeah, <laughs> captured things in time. That's how pictures work, then. They captured images in time, frozen in time. I thought it might be recent or something. <laughs> oh, my God, did they leave her there? Like, can I come too? No. Um, <laughs> Come sleep with the house, this mad old woman. Uh. Just sits in the attic and reads. Uh. <laughs> mm. That was quite cool, isn't it? That you know, because they they save all the old pictures so you can see how things are developing. As yeah, well. but they can't be that close. If the only picture you've got of them is from Google Street Maps from five years ago. <laughs> hey, my nan never liked having a picture taken. We've only got one photo of her oh, right. in her old age. One photo. That's it. She hated having a picture taken. But then she also thought nuns stole children. Yeah, but 
we've all got a lot of photos where everyone's all like, hey, posing for the photos, but that sort of photo where you're just doing your own thing, you know, reading your book or bending over and bloody seeing to your garden. You had to bring gardening into it, didn't you? <laughs> it's the old lady. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just something that this, this lady was talking about on the radio the other day and I was like, oh. That's, that's kind of sweet, I guess. <laughs> Just thought people were leaving their, their mothers in homes and they moved. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Fish are getting hooked on crystal meth because Ooh. humans flush drugs down toilets. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm moaning, they're getting it for free. <laughs> well, they used to get, they suffered from depression, haven't they? Because we've been antidepressants in our pee. Yeah. It's getting to the fish. So, so I guess they're less depressed, I don't know. No, they're even less depressed. No, no, they're yeah. even less depressed. They're even less depressed now. If we're still flushing it down the toilets and stuff, there's going to be a fa- fairly constant supply. Or do you think, like, a bag gets flushed down and then that, it, it's like a fish frenzy, like... You know? Maybe. Well, well there's, well, there's 60, 70 million of us. How many people do crystal meth? I don't know. A few million. How many people flush it down the toilet? I don't know, man. I don't think meth's that popular in Britain. Or is it coming out in your piss? Might be that as well, yeah. I'd imagine it's coming out in the piss because they pick it up on a drugs test, wouldn't they? So there's got to be traces. Mm. So if it's in the water, like, system, they should have a pretty constant supply. But if it's getting actually flushed down the toilet in a sort of, oh, shit, someone's coming sort of situation. Yeah. Then it would be like, you know. We're fucking with them, it's changing their behaviour. Scientists say drugs such as Prozac making marine life braver. Well, that's going to be their downfall. Yeah. You know, you don't want brave fish shoving towards the trawlers, do you? What illegal drugs can then cause withdrawal symptoms? Oh my yeah. god, so all the fish are going to start jonesing? <sighs> You're going to have a whale just there, like, <laughs> getting on the side of fishing boats, going, you got any drugs, man? That's it. Like, shaking, like, oh my god. Yeah, drug reward cravings by fish could overshadow natural rewards such as foraging or mating. Oh my god, we're even stopping the fish mating. Oh Jesus. Oh, that fish looks. Wired? Yeah, wired. <laughs> yeah, for eight weeks, trout. His eyes on the side of his head. <laughs> were isolated in a tank of water laced with methamphetamine. The fish were then transferred to a freshwater tank and checked for withdrawal symptoms. Every other day, they were offered a choice between fresh water or water containing the meth. If the fish had become addicted, they would seek the drug when it was available. I'm sorry, I'm not a scientist, but even I know that's going to happen. It just seems like they like, let's take some fish in a tank with some meth. How do you offer a fish, like, fresh water, yeah. then offer it meth water? Oh, you stick it in the... Oh, yeah, that's a good point, I suppose. Maybe you have them in a little, in a little tub full of water... And like you hold it up to the one that's got the meth, you know, the one that hasn't, and it'll stop trying to get it to the one that's got the meth. What would it have to be? Wouldn't it be like two chambers that go off? Mm-hmm. One's got the meth in, one hasn't. And what the keep the water? Yeah. yeah. Somehow I don't know. They've done it. But well, it's when the, the fish. They were in... taking fish out of the wild and discovering the meth in them. That's not very ethical. What? Oh, hang on. So they're taking out the one and discovering the yeah. meth in them. Oh, that's okay. So obviously, scientists take uh, samples of. What local wildlife all the time, don't they? See if they're okay. Yeah, marine biologists. And yeah. Well, thank God for that. I guess they're throwing fish in meth-filled tubs yeah. of water. And then the obviously the other experiment was to, I guess, corroborate the what they, what they thought. I guess. Mm. 
Well, either way, fish are getting free drugs. <laughs> You're gonna have junkies pretending to be fish next. Yeah. You know, yeah. junkies just living in the in the rivers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you gotta have like, knife fights between them and the fish. Yes, I'm assuming the fish are carrying knives <laughs> at this point. All messed up. Yeah. Well, I want to see it. Junkies versus fish. Yep. Coming to uh, Discovery Channel soon, probably. Yeah, probably. Okay, man hospitalised after getting battery stuck in anus. Says he thought it would give him more energy. Right. <laughs> oh my god, there's an x ray here. That's a big battery. Yeah. That is a huge battery. It's not one of your triple A's. No. It's the, it's, the, it's the size of a good torch, isn't it? A, a, camp, a camping torch. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a D, it's a D cell, so it's one of them big, thick, round ones. Oh, here we go. It's a Florida man. Oh, Florida man. Florida man. Uh-huh. taken to Miami Hospital after reportedly getting a large D cell battery stuck in his anus. That looks bigger than a D cell. The man claimed that he thought the battery might give him more energy, an energy boost and he would need to get through the rest of the day at work. Oh. Right, doctors were <laughs> able to extract the battery without seriously invasive surgery, but warned that putting things into your anus can cause serious, irreparable harm. Yeah, yeah, I imagine it can. Uh-huh. Well, there, there, I bet there's loads every year, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. loads, isn't there? I can't remember what's that, what's that programme that was on back in the day. Bizarre ER, do you remember that? Anyone watch that? Yes, I do remember that, yeah. So that was crazy. Mm. So this man, Joe Kennedy, who asked not to be publicly named, is very lucky, said Dr. Frank Greats. <laughs> oh, I think he's just um, publicly named him, or that's a pseudonym. Yeah. I'm I guessing think it's a pseudonym. Yeah, I'm guessing it's a pseudonym. <laughs> this man, Joe Kennedy, <laughs> who asked me not to tell who he was. <laughs> Thinks you can stick a bat up your arse and get more energy? What a fucking idiot. What are you doing? You just outed me. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, if you were to swallow a battery, that can do a lot of damage mm. as well, can't Yeah, the acid in it will burn your insides when it gets to your, your stomach. What a fucking idiot, though. So the surgeon who extracted the battery, he certainly could have done a lot worse. Thankfully, in this case, he went larger and it was easy to grab. Oh, okay. He, so so the, the smaller battery would have been worse? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if he'd gone for the AAA battery or something, we might still be digging around his colon. Oh, dear. Why? Maybe he thought it might tingle. Maybe he was just that naive and thought... I don't think think that he thought... That's the reason why he did it. I think he did it for sexual pleasure. A battery? Look at the size of it. Mm. I don't know. He was at work and thought, you know, fuck it, why not? (laughs) <laughs> Mike there's no way on earth I'd put something up my arse at work just in case it didn't come out and I had to leave and everyone's like why have you got to leave and you're like well I've got something up my arse you wouldn't say that would you you know you, you'd know you'd be walking for me just pretend you'd shit just say you just shit myself <laughs> yeah I'm just well, I've got to go to the hospital now I mean oh yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe some kind of sexual thing, yes, but... Well, he couldn't have seriously thought it would give him more energy, could he? <laughs> Do you really want me to dignify that with a response? You know how dumb yeah. people are. Yeah. That's a good point. 
Maybe he thought the anus wasn't just an outie. It was all, maybe he tried to plug himself in before, <laughs> shoved his phone charger up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? We don't know how this man works, where his, <laughs> his mind works. Maybe he's been licking sockets since he was five. <laughs> oh, and on that note, thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Cut Into The Ball In The P- Post Truth Apocalypse or The PTA. Uh, SoundCloud, cut into the ball in the PGA. Uh, YouTube, Pocket's uh, Ball. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Never stick a battery up your ass. No. <laughs> yeah. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Don't get your balls put up in a hotel. <laughs>